Hey, 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 it is Tuesday, March 28, 2028. Uh, and we're doing these uh, 6 p.m. podcasts. I kind of like them. We're just missing some beverages, but besides that, it's good. I got my guys in town. I got my guys at a. Thanks for coming out, Ben, with the glasses. And Griff behind the desk. He's going to be my Google checker, fat checker. I like it. He's holding a fat microphone, ready to go. All right. My guest today is Jacob Sailors, my ETSU running back. He's been in town with me for about 10 weeks, getting ready for his pro day tomorrow up at UT. Uh, Jacob, welcome to the show, my man. How you doing? I'm good, man. Appreciate you getting me on here. Another opportunity, you know, extend the brand and all that. So That's my man. That is my man. All right. So we've had a hell of a... We're going to go over the pro day thing in a minute, but I always ask my one question to all my guests, my athletes. Um, when did you know that you were different? Let's see, man. I guess... In Little League, I kind of had an idea. Um, I only touched the ball a few times, and more more times than not, I scored on it. But it seemed like every time I took a step up, I started back at the bottom. So I, I feel like when I really felt like I was different was whenever I got a, a Division One opportunity coming out of high school. And when I got there as a freshman, first scrimmage, blew up, had, had two great runs, and then they moved me up the lineup. And kind of right then and there, you know, by the way the coaches and my teammates were treating me, I kind of felt like, okay, yeah, I'm not I'm not the average Joe. You know, um, I'm coming into a Division One program and I'm getting on the field. You know, that's something that a lot of people always work for and never never really got. You know, so uh, really in college, that's when it's really started clicking. But I've seen hints of my my capabilities throughout the years. You know what I mean? So there wasn't a significant year, significant grade. Not really. Like you popped. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty consistently, consistently pretty well at football. Predominantly, I played other sports too growing up. But um, really in college, that's when I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm from a small town, and that's when it really just made sense. Like I'm not conformed to the other people where I'm from, and just kind of on that level, you know. Did you play uh, multiple sports in high school? I did baseball and basketball. I wasn't no hooper, but. Uh, Baseball, that was my true love right there coming up. Um, I, I've always loved football, but baseball is one of those things where I just felt natural out there. You know what I mean? Um, I do miss it. I miss baseball a lot, man. See, that's that's a question that is always asked, and you'd be amazed how everybody's first love in the sport that they're trying to go pro with. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I still have that love for football, man, but like I was at my little brother's baseball game this past week, and I just wanted to go out there so bad like it's 10 year old kids but i right. just wanted to be a part of the game cause yeah it's a beautiful game you know and you played all the way through high school you didn't drop off in sophomore junior year we have guys do that too like i drop off i did play some but then got serious with one sport what do you what do you think about playing multiple sports to where you see the trend now especially being in here since you know somewhere in january of all the guys and, and girls with singular sports through through the year they, they give it up and just go one sport what, what do you think of multiple sports to one i think especially during the younger years all the way up to high school you know college is a little different but i really believe it's a it's a tone setter when you hear about a a dual sport or a multi-sport athlete it kind of shows that that's a unique athlete and and just various ways they're not just in one category you know it's 
baseball, you know, hand-eye coordination, mental, because baseball is a very mental game, and basketball, like, they're all different sports. You got to have different capabilities to be able to perform well on the court, on the field, and I think it's a so, it's such a undervalued appreciation for players that play different sports whenever they're coming up, because I, I know from myself personally, my running back coach, he really appreciated a multi-sport athlete, and I think that kind of is where I get it from. But it just shows a very unique athlete when they're able to do that. You know, if you got a guy that can score touchdowns and then dunk a basketball and go out there and hit home runs, like that's different. Nobody's able to do that type mm-hmm. of stuff on all those different type of platforms. So, What's the percentage, Griff? I thought, uh, Griff being in the industry, I thought, didn't we say like 87% of the guys in the league played two or more sports in high school? Or Google check or have Let me check. Yep, you'll get it. I think it was um so I I do think that um I mean all the ones on the wall in here they all played two or more sports. So I think there's 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 a correlation to that most definitely. Absolutely, especially coming from a small school where What do you got, Griffey? So, 88.9% of the picks in the 2022 NFL draft were multi-sport athletes in high school. Wow. Not surprised. It, yeah. it goes to show you how how important it is you to know? be athletic and not one dimensional. Yeah. I'll even tell the the parents or whatever, when they come through here, should, you know, Johnny or Sally play baseball or spring sport and, or train with you some more. And I'm like, go play the sport and train with me less, especially in, in the high school levels. Yeah. So, all right, your high school career, what, what were your, you know, your accolades, um, rushing, receiving yards. Let's see. Uh, and high school coming coming in. Where'd high you play? School, I started at DB my freshman year. And then what high school? Marion County. It's Where is it? Twenty five miles west of Chattanooga. Small two A school. Got about five hundred and thirty kids in there. You know, not a not a very good stage for someone that's trying to make it to a big time college or make it pro or anything right. like that. But um, yeah. So uh, small is a small school. And then when I got to high school, started at DB, worked my way up the next year. Started both sides of the ball at running back and DB my sophomore year, and um, had like something like four thousand rushing yards, average like thirteen yards a carry, something like that, thirty something touchdowns. Um, pretty successful high school career, but just playing at that small of a competition, that type of level, a lot of people didn't didn't believe I would be successful in college, let alone Division One. So um, that was a, a huge obstacle for me to have to conquer whenever I was trying to get recruited. And then when I made it to East Tennessee State, like the coaches. What offers you have coming out? Um, I had Barry College D3 in uh, Georgia, Rome, Georgia. I had a D2 uh, Cumberlands in Kentucky. They were offering me. And then besides that, um, a couple NAI schools, but I wasn't really interested in that. Um, and you're you're running for professional scouts four years later. That's right, yeah. Man, I mean, if everybody's odds. all the listeners and viewers out there, that's a hell of a climb up from. Uh, I know where Barry is and the NAIA's and the Cumberlands, and you know, yeah. train some cats from those places. But to have a UT pro day in four years after that, that's amazing. Yeah, it's been a journey. Yeah. I haven't had plenty of ups. So, so you held your own when you got to ETSU. Was it too big of a stage for you? Was the talent too much? Or you were like, I belong here. I felt like um, at first it was a little little difficult to get adjusted. They gave me like 37, number 37. So 
right off the bat, I knew that they didn't have high expectations for me, you know, just giving me a number like that. But, um, you know, I, I accepted my role and I knew I was going to have to work from the ground up. So uh, I went to college with the intentions on just trying to make special teams and get on the bus somewhere. Um, went there as defensive back originally. So the whole offseason, whole summer, I was coming into ETSU. I was doing back pedals, all that type of stuff, trying to get right for the position. And I get there in about literally the second week of fall camp, running back coach Gary Downs, he just wanted to see me running back. I really don't know. He didn't have a, a clear reason why he wanted to change me, but he was just like, let's get you over here and see see how it works. So I had about two days to prepare for offense and the playbook. Um, by the time the first scrimmage came around uh, while I was on offense. And uh, at that time, I didn't know none of the plays. He would just tell me inside zone left, outside zone right. And um, God, God blessed me and gave me a great performance. I had like three touch three touchdowns, 250-yard touchdown runs in the as a freshman against, I think it was the twos or something. So, um, like, that really propelled my my uh, career in college right there. It really put me into the depth chart at a high point. I've never seen you play, so I'd like maybe tonight you could send over after in the way back from UT working out. Send me over your um, stuff so I could watch it. Oh, yeah, for You sure. know, like your highlight stuff. Yeah. Uh, Griff, another check on this one, please, sir. Current – ETSU ballers in the NFL. Zero. Zero. Do you know that right now? Zero. Zero. None. Nada. When was the last current NFL ball player? Couldn't, couldn't even tell you. I we know got, we got a couple of cats in the USFL and arena leagues, right. but uh, besides that, none to my knowledge. You got to think about it. They only like restarted their program 2014, 2013? 20. Uh, yeah, 2014. 2014. So like they've, they've, it's only been in existence for nine years because they were disbanded for a long time. Yeah, I've trained some cats from there, but um, I guess the one cat I remember is Jamie Chadwell. He was the head coach at Coastal Carolina. He was a quarterback at ETSU. Came out of Anderson County here, mm. and that was a, that was Chad Pennington days. So we're oh, talking yeah. about. 90s. Okay, yeah. And then um, before my time, <clears throat> they've had 13 pro players and then well, 11 the players drafted. Jaron Sensaball, his father, Gerald Sensaball, played eight years. Yeah, Gerald Sensaball, Donnie Abraham, Ken Brown, Jerry Butler. Donnie Jerry Ab- Butler's the running back. And Donnie Abraham was nice. And then Earl Farrell. the most recent player in the NFL? Donnie Abraham? Uh, I guess it would have been early 2000s. Really? Let's see, Earl Farrell, 1982, 83. Wait. Wow. Yeah, 125th, 1982. Ben Nah, I I kind of want to. That's that's one of the things that I wanted to do while I was there. At least one game, but it's right. it's so old. All the health and checks and all that stuff. It would cost a fortune just to get it right. Is anybody? What do they do with that ETSU dome? Oh, we have practice all the time. Um, In it? weights. Oh yeah, like it's it's a uh, a very valued uh I got asset yeah. to the sports. So you, you got know. you got your own stadium now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Brand new stadium. Is it yeah. nice? Was it hold? Like, I think the max, we had a couple of 10,000 games in the past, 10,500. I think that's the record. But uh, not 
not huge, but we would always pack it out, man. Like the environment at ETSU was pretty. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty. What's exciting. the enrollment at the college? About fifteen thousand. Wow, that's pretty big. Yeah, and that's in North Tennessee. Northeast Tennessee, yes, right. sir. Right, right down the road from Bristol. Yeah, yeah. the Tri Cities area. Yep. Wow. All right, so let's go on to how did you find Patron? Coming from ETSU, Jasper, outside Chattanooga. Chattanooga's down there by Atlanta. People don't know the state of Tennessee. It's a triangle-type state with uh, Chattanooga, Knoxville, Bristol, Nashville, Memphis. So uh, one of your ex-players that used to come in here, Tommy Winton, he was a freshman at ETSU this past year. And uh, right off the bat, his first first workout, college workout, I I noticed him because he had an extremely high work ethic. And um. I seen that, and that tells a lot about a person right there. And that I knew that was somebody that I wanted to be around and have in my circle, you know. And as a senior, I just felt like I would like to share the knowledge I've learned through the years with this kid, cause it's obvious that he he has the work, he has the talent to you know do something with it and and be special with it. So um, this past season, I was having a a pretty decent season, you know. And about game eight, nine, Tommy started asking me about my training, like. Who do I plan on going with? Blah, blah, blah. I really had no clue. I was leaning on my, my running back coach very heavily during that time. That's still even now because a kid coming from Jasper, the last person to come through my high school and make it Division One was in 95. So um, not many people have the knowledge to know how to make it to the successful to, in college, let alone professional sports. So I knew um, I, I needed to have a good circle around me. I needed to have people that would keep it real with me and help me get to that level, you know, by any means necessary. So Tommy, um, going back to that, Tommy, uh, he he brought up your name and he was like, yeah, like he trained me since I was in eighth grade. Like he he's as real as it gets. Like this guy, he, he might be a little crazy, but like he's a guy that's going to care for you genuinely. And uh, someone that knows his knows what he's talking about, knows the science behind everything. And plus mm-hmm. uh, he he really trusted you and he he told me that he felt like it would be a perfect fit for me, you know, especially in the environment of the wood gym and him seeing how I work. He was like, dude, you'll go down there and thrive. So uh, then, you know, I made a phone call, right? Yeah, Did we yeah. have a good talk? Yes, on sir. The phone? Were you still in season? Nah, it was. You're uh, done. Yes, sir. It was like November, right after the season, maybe early December. Yeah, we had a long talk. I remember yeah. that. And He's- then um, you traveled up here yep. and we worked out and I remember feeding him turkey burgers. Yeah, the first day, off the first turkey burgers I had, and yep. I actually enjoyed them. So. Yeah, and then um, he went ghost on me for about three. <laughs> he, three loves, weeks. he loves to say yep. that. He loves to say that. Never heard from him again. And even Dykes, Aaron Dykes, the other cat that's doing UT Pro Day yesterday, and he was on last week, and he did his Richmond Pro Day and killed it. And he gets to do another one, and he loved working out with you that time. He's like, "Where did he go?" I'm like, "Man, I don't know." I don't know. I don't know. And then uh, he had to get everything together. He's a gentleman yep. that way. So um, then you started back, and it's been 10 weeks. Yeah, nonstop, man. You know, and we've been getting after it. And, uh, man, you've been crushing it, crushing it. So how do you feel? Man, I feel great. I definitely feel well prepared. I feel like I'm in the – thanks to you, I, I've given myself the best possible chance. I put myself in the position to go out there tomorrow and be successful and uh, set myself up for the future you know, and not only to make it in the NFL, but to make a career out of it. And I'm very confident in that. And that's going to be the main thing for me to go out there tomorrow not get too high, not get too low, and just trust my instincts and trust the work that, that we put in and the advice that you've given me over the 10 weeks, you know. And uh, 
just trust it, trust God. And I, I'm confident that everything else will fall in place. Well, I'll tell you what, Griff and Ben, uh, you know, each year it lines up so different, so unique. But I was just looking at the questions and how many people in the NFL, and you could look at this after the show. I say none with exclamation mark in, in, in the NFL community now from his school. Same with Richmond. I don't think I've had a year in 33 years doing it where I've had two guys come from two schools. There's not one current NFL ball player on a roster, not even a practice squad roster. So once again, the Lord has given me another challenge. And, uh, you know, that was the, the, um, the afternoon scripture that I sent to Griff of, uh, the Lord only gives what you could handle. And, and, uh, man, he gives it to me. He challenges me every day. And I thought it was pretty cool of, of just looking at that and doing that research and coming up with it. And I, I, I think we got some shots. You oh, know, yeah. I think we got some shots because, I mean, we poured everything into it. I mean, and, and Griff has been shooting all March, and he has seen seen the work that you guys are doing. And um, I'd put you two guys up against anybody in the country for combine training and see what we got. I'm, yeah. There's nobody that's going to outwork us with the applied science program either. So, Yeah, nobody's doing the stuff that you've had us doing. Um, nobody's. I feel like put as much commitment in it as me and Dykes have, you know, and uh, we're going to go out there and show it tomorrow. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Tomorrow's the day, man. It's got chills saying that because it's a five thirty tip off. It's a, it's a PM. So we got to, you know, keep the guys loose through the day, but they're loose today. Griff, they did really well on the turf today, get loose. And, you know, we had to work out this morning. Yeah. You know, we had to work out this morning pro day. That's unheard of, you know, different. That's, that's, that's strangely different. And then uh, you guys are heading up to UT now to get on the field work out the kinks and then come home and uh, rinse and repeat one more day and get in here. And, you know, we don't want to give all our secrets away on the show, but get in here and do a little something and grab breakfast, yeah. go back home, chill. Uh, I think our man out there requested pasta and chicken for lunch. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, the witching hour starts after that and starts, you know, yeah, that's the that's the meal for champions. I always ate a chicken alfredo or spaghetti the night before a game. Yeah, I just, yeah. Ever since I was a kid, I seen a commercial on Disney Channel of like Terrell Owens eating it. And ever since then, I was like, dude, like that's the pregame meal. You gotta eat. You gotta eat spaghetti or some type of pasta. So, uh, yeah, yeah, he came out of UTC. Yep. Yep. Tio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember Tio. All right, brother. Hey, it's go time. I mean, you know. As a country guy would say, the haze in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's there. And uh, Griffin's done it. He's he's witnessed this whole thing. And um, I know we're wrapping up the shows on on the the combine, the pro days and stuff. But, man, Griff's been a soldier. I appreciate everything you've done, man. It's been amazing. Of um, He's got that gift of not thinking. He's a guy that overthinks but then doesn't think and just gets in the car and drives to Richmond. You know, <laughs> oh, he'll, yeah, he'll get in the car and go to Georgia Tech with uh, Nate Cottrell, the Jag, getting trying to get back in the league. We should have him on before he leaves real quick, but that'll be tight before he leaves. Might have to do a Monday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nate? Nathan, we've got about Nathan. Never forget. Yeah, it's the three amigos. All right, man, go crush it. And, uh, you know, the podcast will be out Monday and Ben's put together a hell of a little paragraph for everybody, so... The country boy from Jasper, Tennessee, <laughs> Jacob Sailors. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity. It's been a pleasure. Yes, sir.